It's 5 a.m. here at WAXX, 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Mucho. NBA icon Kobe Bryant is dead at the age of 41. The Los Angeles Lakers legend was one of nine passengers in a helicopter that crashed in Calabasas, California, Sunday morning. Bryant's 13-year-old daughter was also on board the helicopter. Host of the Grammys last night, Alicia Keys, said the world lost a hero. Los Angeles, America, and the whole wide world lost a hero. And we're literally standing here heartbroken in the house that Kobe Bryant built. NBA great Michael Jordan is mourning the death of Kobe Bryant. In a statement, Jordan remembered him as an amazing dad who loved his family deeply. Jordan said he spoke often to Bryant. He's going to miss those conversations. Heartbroken fans gathered outside Madison Square Garden in New York City. These are Kobe's dunk contest shoes. I'm trying to hold back the tears as I, as I speak. Uh, he meant so much to me. I'm a diehard Laker fan. The garden's exterior lights were lit up in purple and gold. Five cases of the coronavirus are being confirmed in the U.S. Health officials say the fifth case involves a student at Arizona State University in Tempe, and they're reaching out to any close contacts who may have been exposed. The U.S. cases also include two in California, one in Illinois, and one in Washington. The CDC says they are monitoring more than 60 others who have shown signs of having the virus, which originated in China. The lead impeachment manager calls one of President Trump's weekend tweets a threat. Trump said Adam Schiff will pay a price for pushing prosecution. Schiff then called Trump a vindictive president while speaking on a Sunday talk show. The tweet came after Trump's defense team attacked Schiff's credibility Saturday during their opening arguments. The Senate trial continues later today with a vote on witnesses expected later in the week. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Do you know the secret? We know the secret. Hi, I'm Kathy. I lost 24 pounds and over 15 inches. I feel much better and I look better too. And I know the secret. Hello, I'm Dan and I've lost over 65 pounds and over 31 inches. And I know the secret. Hi, I'm Karen. I lost 25 pounds and over 17 inches. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Scheer, DC with Eau Claire Weight Loss and I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit weknowthesecret.com. We know the secret. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott here at the studio feeding you that information this morning on the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Here in Eau Claire, we're at 27 degrees. La Crosse has 26. Marshfield has 26. Green Bay is at 29 Rice Lakes at 32, Wausau is at 29, Madison at 27, Milwaukee the warm spot at 31, and my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 23 degrees there. 
Some light mist, as I said before, was in the air early this morning as I came in, and we're expecting another overcast day with temperatures in the low 30s and perhaps some of that kind of weather off and on through the day, a little mist, a couple of light flurries every now and again today and tomorrow. Today, we're looking at a high of 34 and a low of 21. Tuesday, a high of 30 and a low of 15. Wednesday, a high of 30 and a low of 19. New Year, the Start Something New event. Guys, I'm picking up on a theme. The Chilson Boys are here again. Our Chilson stores in Kanata and Lake Halley know trucks, and we have Ram certified experts here to help find the right truck for you. Trucks and more trucks. We have brand new 2019 Ram 1500 starting at just $23,970. That's right, a brand new Ram truck under $24,000. Or lease the all new 2019 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Bighorn with the Sport Appearance Package for just $379 per month with no down payment. Get behind the wheel of one of our two remaining limited edition Ignition Orange Ram 1500 Classic Crew Cabs with 10000 in savings. A brand new Ram 1500 for just $23,970. Ten grand off a limited edition Ignition Orange Ram 1500 or just three seventy nine per month lease with no down payment on the all-new Ram 1500 Quad Cab Bighorn. The back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year again. Plus, the best deals and the best selection. Stop into one of our friendly Chilson Family Ram stores in Lake Halley and Cadott or check us out online at ChilsonMotors.com. Let our family take care of your family. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.06 a.m. here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Getting on with those morning chores. Looking at the morning markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 118 to 125 with mixed 95 to 117. Fed beef heifers at 118 to 125 with mixed 70 to 117. Fed Holstein steers are at 88 to 98 and a quarter with select and choice 74 to 87. Cows are at 42 to 67 and a half. Bulls 53 to 81. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 30 to 30 and a half. Sows 14 to 22. Boars, 6 to 24. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 145 to 167 and a half. And feeder lambs are at 175 to 230. On the livestock futures, live cattle for February are at 124.85, up 17 cents. April at 124.30, up 12. June, 116.02, down 30 cents. And August, 113.62, down 22. Feeder cattle for January are at 141.85, down 92. March, 139.67, down 85. April, 142.50, down 97. May, 144.47, down 67. And August, 151.30, down 42. Lean hogs for February are at 67.22. That's down $1.27. April, 73.45, down 190, May 79.97, down 180, and June 86.40, down 142. A first look at the dairy markets. Cheese ended the week Friday, down to uh, the barrels, that is, down two at 161. 40 pound blocks down three quarters at 199.5. Grade AA butter down three quarters at 186. The class three milk futures. January is up four at 1704, 
February up two at eighteen dollars even. March up eight at eighteen twenty-five. April up nine at eighteen even. And those prices are mixed through the rest of twenty twenty. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Uh, first look at some farm news from the weekend. Uh, Marinette County Farm Couple has been named the 2020 Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmers. Philip and Laura Finger of Ocanto received the honor Saturday in Chippewa Falls. They were among producers from six state farms considered for the Outstanding Young Farmer Award, presented annually annually to a farmer or farmers ages 21 to 40. The Fingers are the fifth generation on their Finger Family Farm LLC dairy farm, which has about 540 cows on about 1,400 cropped acres. Philip studied dairy science at the UW-Madison, and Laura earned a dairy science degree from Iowa State University. Katie Schultz, who manages Trifecta Farms Incorporated at Fox Lake in Dodge County, was named first runner-up for the award. She also received the state OIF Speak Up for Agriculture Award. The second runners-up were Jeremy and Heather Natsky, who are partners in Wayside Dairy at Greenleaf in Brown County. I grabbed the fingers right after they were named Outstanding Young Farmers and asked them how that all felt. Got Schultz with Philip and Laura Finger of Ocanto, this year's Outstanding Young Farmer winners in Wisconsin, named on Saturday night in Chippewa Falls. Philip, you just had a description of what you felt after this award was presented. Actually shocked. Uh, the six contestants that we were with, the five other ones, um, they're all amazing farms, all amazing people, and we would have been happy for any any of them. Um, and we were extremely surprised and shocked that that our name was called. I think we we turned and we looked at each other. And we we're like, no way. And uh, so yeah, we're we're super super shocked, but super super proud and happy. Laura, you never thought you'd be nominated for such an award. I did not. But we are very thankful for the award, and we are very much looking forward to what the future has to offer with us and what we get to do with our agricultural community. Who wants to give me a quick rundown about your farm operation over there in Ocanto? So I'm fifth generation on a farm. Started back in 1872. We milk about 520 cows. <laughs> we really work on... Uh, fat protein. We, we we try our goals to ship seven pounds of components out the door every day, and we've been doing that for the past four to five years. In order to do that, I think you really have to be paying attention to everything that goes on, um, down to the employees, to crops, to water, to uh, every individual cow. So I think that's, I guess that's how we do it. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have when I when I got married to my wife, like. Uh, <laughs> 
I knew I knew I always wanted, and when I found Laura, I knew I couldn't I couldn't lose her. And so, basically, when we started dating, we got engaged six months later. We were married in a year, and had another child after, ten months after that. And I knew I couldn't farm without without my wife, and I, we couldn't be a, as good of a farm without her. It sounds like you play a good part of this, Laura. I guess so. Uh... <laughs> and tell me quickly about how many acres. We have run about 1,500 acres. So corn, alfalfa, um, some small grains, and we do some cover crops. That's Philip and Laura Finger, winners of this year's Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmer Award in Chippewa Falls. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn. Adam and Chrissy Seibel of Bloomer in Chippewa County were the 2019 OIF winners. They will be participating February 6th through the 9th in the National Outstanding Young Farmer Congress in Connecticut. The Seibels are among the nation's 10 finalists for that national award. The 2021 National Outstanding Young Farmer Congress will be right over at Appleton. How about a little money, honey? Busy Bees, Buzz, and Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls in January for our Money Honey Kiosk Game. Rewards Club members who earn just 30 points can redeem those points up to three times per day to choose a beehive to reveal their prize. From $10 to $100 in rewards play. Money Honey, come play to win. See the Rewards Club for details. Must be 21 or over to play. Fun ways to win at Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls. Experience the difference. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again this morning, Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, joins us on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And Dan, while those fields look so nice out there with a nice snow cover, underneath, because it got so wet this summer and fall, I'm afraid of what they look like underneath. Are you? Yes, in some cases we know that we've had damage to these fields. uh, And I think a lot of farmers are aware of that. Uh, Many are aware of the troubles that they had harvesting corn silage, for example, with trucks and wagons sliding around. And then in their alfalfa fields, we saw a lot of the same thing where uh, we now have ruts in the fields where farmers drove on them to harvest, which they had to do. A couple things, uh, I guess, to think about that is, is the first is really to assess the amount of damage to these fields, and some fields might need to be replaced. The other thing would be to consider, is there any potential for leveling the field a little bit? Uh, You will, of course, damage the stand some more, but on the other hand, uh, you'll pick up less dirt in the mowing and raking uh, when you harvest those fields. So we're coming through a very difficult year a lot of fields are in a very difficult situation but it might be worthwhile really to go out and look at these fields along with that as things start to green up in the spring uh, think about doing a little bit of a stem density assessment Uh, all of our research has shown that about 55 stems per square feet 
give us the optimum yield and also good weed control. And as we fall below that, then the yield potential of that field de declines. If we're down to 40 stems per square foot, we can only we know we're going to have a 25% yield reduction from whatever the maximum possible yield is. So do go out and as things start to green up, look at these shoots coming out when the alfalfa is, uh, well, we can do, first off, we can look for ruts and things like that as soon as the frost is gone and snow is gone. But uh, in terms of the uh, green up in the spring, uh, look at that shoot number coming out of the field and, and decide whether or not those fields are worth keeping based on the stem count that we see. Again, 55 stems per square foot would be the one that would give us an optimum yield. 40 is a 25% reduction. If we go below 40 stems per square foot, then it's probably not worth keeping the field. And we should think about turning things over and uh, trying to uh, establish new fields and make use of oats and other crops to give us the forage that we need this spring. So do think about the condition of the fields that you're in. Uh, do kind of plan ahead about what you will do. It might be possible that there are just certain spots of fields that are rutted, in which case uh, maybe a reseeding is worthwhile. Uh, but it may be that the whole field is damaged sufficiently that if we don't have close to 55 stems per square foot, we'll suffer significant yield losses and might be worthwhile to reseed someplace else. So we're coming out of a bad year. Um, it's time to regroup. It's time to reseed and, and try to get the best stands we can for good yield for future years. Good advice. Thanks, Dan. Once again, as always, Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. What's your sign? It's probably been a long, long time since someone's asked you that. And come to think of it, it's probably also been a long, long time since you've been in a place where you might hear a question like that. But if you're in the market for a home or selling one of your own, your sign suddenly becomes pretty important. So what's your sign? You don't have to be born under a certain pattern of stars in order to claim the best sign of them all, a Wisconsin Realty sign. And if our sign is familiar, it's because more and more people in western Wisconsin know that when it comes to complete home selling service at a low commission rate on qualifying properties, as well as a free no-obligation market analysis, Wisconsin Realty is astronomically ahead of the competition. And that goes for buying a home, too. The Wisconsin Realty sign means you can predict meeting a friendly and experienced agent ready to make sure everything goes great, no matter what your horoscope says. So whether you're buying or selling, or even if the moon is in retrograde, you know your stars are always aligned when you work under our sign. Give us a call at 800-924-0022 or visit us online at wisconsinrealty.com. It's where you belong. Every day, children and teens enter Wisconsin's foster care system. Their lives have turned upside down. They come as infants, toddlers, part of a sibling group, or a teen in need of a safe place. Wisconsin needs more foster families to care for them for a short time or for a lifetime and help turn a life around. Sponsored by the Coalition for Children, Youth, and Families in partnership with the Wisconsin Department of Children and Families. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 27 degrees 
Scott doing the morning chores with you on the Midwest Farm Report here at Wax 104.5. We're going to talk about mushrooms today. Mushrooms, you have to love them, but you have to know what you're doing where mushrooms are concerned. I've had some meadow mushrooms in my life. I love those morels. I love hunting for them. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. But Pam, one of the easier ways to find good and safe and nutritious mushrooms is to find those that have been grown in a controlled environment. You bet, Scott. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. But I'll tell you what, trying to find mushroom producers in Wisconsin can be as tough as trying to find that cherished morel in the woods. It can be few and far between. But there are some of those folks ready to make the investment not only in time but education to bring that crop to the marketplace. And one of those is right over in Stevens Point. Jerome Segura, along with his sons, undertook the project of trying to grow mushrooms primarily for their family's use initially, but now it's turned into a cottage business. Our own Reba McClone got a chance to follow up on this Wisconsin mushroom producer in Stevens Point. When it comes to different types of agriculture that people might start getting into, I don't think a lot of us think of mushrooms as a place to really start and get into it. But for Jerome Segura, that's exactly what he did. Jerome, can you tell me about Segura and Sons Mushrooms and how you got started? Yeah, sure. So um, let's see. So I'm not even from Wisconsin originally. So my wife and I moved here in 2015 when I took a job with UWSP here in Stevens Point. Um, I didn't find the job to be particularly enjoyable. Uh, and so at the end of my third year, I quit that job. Um, at the same time, my wife was uh, deciding to leave the house as a stay-at-home mother um, for entrepreneurship, where she wanted to open um, a local maker's market here in Stevens Point. And so it seemed like a perfect opportunity for us to trade roles where and she became the breadwinner, uh, and I became the stay-at-home parent with our two boys. We have currently a three-year-old and a seven-year-old. Um, let's see, so this has been December of 2018 we were sitting at the table having some mushrooms from the grocery store just your typical button mushroom um and realizing we were spending between 20 and 30 dollars a week on mushrooms um i came up with the idea that i was going to start trying to grow mushrooms here at home um so it really started first with um the the manure the let's see the, the i call them poop loving mushrooms um it's the portobello mushrooms um the baby portobellas, the white buttons, the brown buttons, the creminis, whatnot. They're all the same variety of mushroom, uh, but they actually grow on um, composted manure. Um, and so that's really where we started. Um, really had no success with that whatsoever. Um, basically, the only thing I was able to grow on the composted manure was uh, mold. And so I threw that stuff out relatively quickly. Um, and that's where we started reading more about the wood-loving mushrooms, specifically oysters, lion's mane, uh, and some of these other ones that we're growing. Um, and so it really just started out as kind of an attempt to replace the food that we were buying um, by starting a hobby. So it sounds like this is something that grew and developed really kind of quickly for you. Yeah, it was kind of an organic growth process, to be frank. Um, again, my background being uh, a regional economist, I understand the consequences of things growing too quickly. Uh, and so this mushroom farm was one of those things that... Uh, when I was taking pictures of the mushrooms I was growing uh, in our little greenhouse, um, people started inquiring about opportunities to buy those mushrooms. 
Um, and so it was really a slow process of ramping this thing up where I was in a small space, about five feet by five feet, um, January through March, as I was really just experimenting, seeing if I could grow these things. I started trying to grow them on straw. Straw is a huge mess. Um, creates a lot of dust and trying to pasteurize the straw and water turned out to be uh, really a dangerous process of lifting a really heavy stuff out of really hot water. Um, and so I ditched that um, and started making supplemented uh, hardwood blocks. So I'm using hardwood sawdust with wheat bran. Um, and instead of using a heat pasteurization or sterilization process, I'm using a lime pasteurization process where I'm using pickling lime uh, to intentionally create an anaerobic environment um, that is beneficial for certain bacteria to grow. Um, once the water is properly absorbed, uh, absorbed into the sawdust, um, it becomes very oxygen-rich, which kills the bacteria, uh, and the bacteria add as uh, a form of food for the mushrooms once they start to colonize the blocks. What would you say has been the most interesting part and then the most challenging part about learning to grow mushrooms? Yeah, so I think the most interesting part um, was really the, the, the approach I took to learning how to grow these things. So at first I started in the blogs uh, online, and I mean, it was really trying to pay attention to what... So I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm a social scientist by trade, so I, I never took a biology class. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and so thinking about contamination issues, um, I had to spend a lot of time reading about how to do this. At first, I started reading in the forums, but most of these forums are people growing illicit mushrooms, with the, the psilocybin mushrooms, um, which happen to be poop-loving mushrooms. And so initially, when I was trying to grow uh, the poop-loving portobellas, uh, it made a lot of sense. Um, but what I realized quickly is once I got away from that, there wasn't much literature on how to grow oyster mushrooms. Uh, and so what I turned to was the economic development literature coming out of Southeast Asia, where people were growing these mushrooms in bamboo huts and having lots of success growing food to feed lots of different people um, and not really thinking about what is a sterile lab environment. And, and that's where most... I guess that's, that, at least from my understanding, that's how most of these wood-loving mushrooms are grown. Uh, these people actually have a sterile lab. Um, they're working in front of um, these laminar flow hoods to remove all of the potential con contaminants. Um, but I don't do any of that. Uh, again, being the economist, I realize that the sanitation, uh, more importantly, the sterilization, uh, is really expensive to achieve. Um, and so I do open-air planting. I mean, I plant these things in our kitchen, um, and I haven't had much, I guess initially I had a lot of trouble getting success, but now I'm not really having much trouble at all. Somewhere between 95 and 100% of my blocks that I plant go into my fruiting chamber or I sell them to a customer without having any contaminants in them. Uh, and so, again, trying to read through the economic development literature to understand what they're doing in Southeast Asia so I could try to apply that here in central Wisconsin, um, that would definitely be um, probably the most the most interesting part of this process. Uh, again, if I hadn't had the experience as, a, as an economist, specifically a PhD economist, uh, having having a statistical background, my ability to read uh, and understand these academic uh, papers and studies, um, I would have really had trouble in learning how to do this stuff. I think that's really the most interesting part of this was really the learning experience, all the different things that I got to learn simply by applying the things that uh, I had acquired throughout grad school. That makes a lot of sense. Would you do this all again if you had the chance? If you could go back, would you start out all over again? 
Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, so let's see. I'm, I'm, I mean, honestly, the, the business hasn't even been open for 12 months. Um, I started my hobby in the basement last year at my birthday, which was around January 7th. We're just about a week over that. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, it's been nice. It'll, I mean, it really affords me to stay at home um, with our boys. Um, I'm able to bring them in, teach them some of the stuff that I've learned. Um, I'm able to still tend to them while they're at home. While I'm still able to work in the background. Uh, and in terms of flexibility, I mean, I'm able to work my 15 to 20 hours on the farm um, when I see fit. So if me and the boys want to watch a movie uh, in the evening, I can just put off my work till later at night when they're asleep or into the next day. Um, so, yeah, it's been really enjoyable. Um, I remember my wife initially said, you can't grow too many mushrooms. Uh, well, I surprised the hell out of it with that. Um, we're growing a lot of mushrooms. Um, there's been a few times when we come back from market having not been able to sell them all because we just had more, more, uh, more inventory than we had customers, which, again, is really not probably a bad problem to have. I mean, we eat a lot of mushrooms. I mean, these things have a lot of uh, positive benefits for the consumer. Uh, they naturally, naturally reduce cholesterol, and if you're using the mushrooms in place of meat, you kind of get a double effect on, 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 the, on the reduction of cholesterol that you're consuming. Um, you get the natural benefits of the mushroom that naturally lowers the cholesterol. There are anti-inflammatory properties. There, there are some indications that there are anti-cancer, anti-tumor properties. Um, and so generally speaking, I mean, these, these mushrooms um, are really beneficial. Um, from what I'm understanding, they're, they're better than the mushrooms that you can buy in the store. So absolutely. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I like to solve problems. Uh, and so being an entrepreneur, specifically on a farm, I mean, most of my day that isn't spent cleaning uh, is really spent problem solving and trying to fix, I guess, whatever problem I'm chasing that day. Growing mushrooms. It's a challenge, as I understand. But the people who are doing it are doing a great job. Hey, we'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. Do you feel confident that you are receiving the best knowledge and expertise possible to service your crop insurance needs? Here at Egg Country Farm Credit Services, we can provide you with a complete package using the expertise of our team of insurance specialists and loan officers working together to provide the analysis and options you need to make sound crop insurance decisions. For 2020, look to Egg Country Farm Credit Services for help with your risk management plans. Give us a call and we'll meet you on your farm. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's a half past five here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Rocky, do you always, have you ever gotten to uh, the point where you could pick mushrooms? The only ones I felt safe about picking were the morels. Yep, morels, you, they're hard to go wrong with. And Yep, yeah. you get the wrong ones, you might not get up for the radio in the morning. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good thing. <laughs> That's what I've heard. You don't get yep. too many second chances with some of them. <laughs> yep, so. Well, they're going to give us a second chance, and that chance is to hear what's going on over at Premier Livestock. Hey, thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Uh, all classes of markets are on a stronger tone here last week on the fed cattle. High-choice and prime Holstein steers 
9850. Low choice and selects 83 to 87. Choice beef steers and heifers 108 to 118. Market cows much stronger, <clears throat> mostly 48 to 57. With those high yielding cows bringing 58 to 70. Market bulls mostly 75 to 90. Organic market cows sold on Mondays mostly 60. 65 to 80, high yielding 80 to 88, low yielding 65 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves mostly 50 to 127.50. Beef calves 50 to 260. Holstein heifer calves 10 to 50. Uh, this week at Premier Tuesday, we got our feeder cattle auction, Wednesday dairy cattle auction, already consigned for that sale. Uh, 15 fancy spring and heifers, AI bred, AI sired out of uh, freestall headlock setup. Uh, this loads some off some of the best spring and heifers we've sold this past year coming from bear wolf dairies three loads of fresh cows many other many over 100 pounds tie stall and freestall cows uh don't forget hay auction every wednesday at 9 30 feeder cattle um, market uh this past week very strong we sold 650 head of beef feeders mostly 120 to 165 holstein steers mostly 75 to 95 uh very very good demand in the feeder cattle dairy cattle also selling much stronger uh them top Fresh cows bringing 1,200 to 1,800. Top spring and heifers 1,100 to 15 and a quarter. Uh, the previous week we had them super supreme fresh cows bringing 1,800 to 2,800. Uh, excellent demand. Questions? Give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500, or give us a check out on the website. That'll be at Premier Livestock and Auctions.com, and that's the way it shaped up, Scott. All right, no chasing mushrooms this week, except that's in the grocery right. store. That's- that's first. And Larry, maybe you're growing your own in the kitchen. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> All right, Rocky. We'll catch you Tuesday, or Wednesday, rather. Thank you. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Let's look at some of the local news. A missing boy from western Wisconsin is safe after being found in North Dakota. Police in Cooperstown, North Dakota, said they found one-year-old Sawyer Jacobs along with his mother and her brother on Saturday. Authorities in Tremplo County say Jacobs' mother, 34-year-old Jessica Cleesby, kidnapped him and was on her way to Wyoming. Investigators in Wisconsin say Cleesby lost custody of her son due to drug use. There's no word when Cleesby or Sawyer will be back in Wisconsin. We could get some more answers about the deadly officer-involved shooting in Wausau from two weeks ago. Wausau Police Chief Ben Bliven said the state might today release the names of officers involved in the shooting. They're all on standard post-shooting leave. Investigators also are being tight-lipped about the victim in the shooting. Hospitals across the state are getting ready for the chance that coronavirus will hit us. The virus has killed at least 80 people and sickened thousands in China. Six students at UW-Platteville are being monitored for symptoms. UW health officials say their coronavirus plan involves masks and isolation rooms for anyone suspected of having the virus. There is a confirmed case in Chicago. A woman who flew into O'Hare Airport last week is said to be sick with that coronavirus. Well, it's not sunny out yet. It wasn't yesterday anyway, and we might not see the sun really shining a lot today, but we'll make our own sunshine one way or the other. Let's check in with Skywarn 13 
to see what Kelly has to say about that very subject. Yeah, you know, it's been kind of a gloomy over the last uh, several days. We just haven't seen much of that sun, unfortunately. And I don't think we'll see a whole lot today. Now, this morning, we've had a very light mist, if you will, out there. You can feel that dampness. So some of the, uh, you might see some of these exposed surfaces with light glaze of ice on it because we are below freezing. So you might have to scrape your windshield. I think the main roads are okay out there. Of course, with the snow melt that we had on Saturday, uh, left over some uh, frozen sidewalks out there. So it can be cautious if you're going to be out walking as well. Otherwise, we'll look at just a cloudy sky today, 34 degrees. I think we will climb above freezing this afternoon, unlike yesterday. Tonight, we'll look at more clouds down to 21. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow. There's a hope for a little bit of sun trying to peek through. Some drier air tries to work in. Highs up to about 30. Mostly cloudy Wednesday, 30 degrees. There will be a chance for some lighter snow showers on Thursday and a high of 31. Right now in Eau Claire with cloudy skies, it is 27 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Thank you, Kelly. And Kelly, I was reading earlier that last year at this time was when all heck broke loose with winter, and it got 40 below, and winter really hit us. Yeah. This, What's the long range? Are we looking at anything uh, like that coming in yet? I don't see anything bitterly cold. It looks like maybe a week and a half or so there's going to be a, a pretty good cool down, but nothing like 40 below or anything like that. But uh, definitely maybe some highs in the teens there for a few days. It looks like maybe about a week and a half out. That's not too bad. Thank you, Kelly. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Kelly Slifko over at Skywarren 13. New Year, the Start Something New event. Guys, I'm picking up on a theme. The Chilson Boys are here again. Our Chilson stores in Kadad and Lake Halley have been proudly selling and servicing Jeeps longer than anyone in the area. During this event, our customers can get behind the wheel of a brand new 2019 Jeep Renegade Latitude with savings of over $6,400. Drive one of these away for just over $18,900. Or lease the all-new 2020 Jeep Gladiator for just $3,99 per month with no down payment. Or lease a 2020 Jeep Cherokee Limited 4x4 V6 for just $3.39 per month with no down payment. All right, let's make sure we have all this right. A brand new Jeep Renegade for just over $18.9. A new Gladiator for $3.99 a month with no down payment. And a new Cherokee Limited V6 4x4 for just $3.39 a month with nothing down. That sounds like a great time to get a new Jeep at one of your Chilson stores. Always the best deals and the best selection. Stop into one of our friendly Chilson family Jeep stores in Lake Halley and Kadat, or check us out online at chilsonmotors.com. Let our family take care of your family. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 as we head down the alley doing those morning chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's go over to Equity Altoona to hear from the the latest from Mark Koger there. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. Mark, what what went on at the latest sale? Going from a dollar to a dollar eighteen, high yielding choice and prime Holstein steers ninety to ninety seven. We topped at ninety eight. Choice Holstein steers eighty two to ninety. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers, selling eighty two and down. Twenty percent of slaughter cows selling from sixty to sixty five. We topped at sixty seven and a half. Sixty percent of cows selling from forty two to sixty. With twenty percent of cows. Selling 42 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls are selling from 58 to 73. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up, selling from 20 to $90 per head. Your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to $150 per head with the light and poor quality calves. This is Mark Kogus from Equity Health Auction Market. Have a great day. 
Thank you, Mark. And right on cue, we have Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford, Stratford Equity Barn on. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you. Another nice warm morning as we are cruising till January here. And I know uh, uh, you were uh, talking to uh, Kelly just a minute ago about the uh, cold weather we had just a year ago this time. Yeah, I remember that yep. well. It was uh, <laughs> wind chills were 30, 40 below air temperature that one day got to, what, a high of 5 or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah. We don't have to worry about that this year, do we? I'm hoping not. We can do away with that uh, one year. It doesn't matter, you know. One year we can do without a harsh winter and just a general winter like uh, when we grew up. Well, and, uh, well yeah, well, that's, that's almost like ancient history, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, it gets better as you look back at it all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's, uh, well, I think one thing, too, if you look back years and years ago, they didn't have all the... Uh, equipment to move the snow out. A lot of times you were snowed in for a couple of days. You know, now it's uh, folks today. I mean, if the roads aren't plowed within a few hours, there's, you know, so I guess, yeah. but that's progress or whatever, you know. I guess so. The only hope was the uh, milk truck with the uh, V plow on it some days, and that that's, that was, those were good days. I, I didn't mind getting snowed in. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably as long as you had enough Enough to eat and drink, I guess we're all right, you know. That's right, and we always manage to have that on the farm. So tell us what's going on this week at the at the uh, sale barn, Jerry. All right, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. And this is how the sale schedule is going to look here this week at Equity Stratford. We'll get underway here this morning, Monday morning. We'll start right, right bright and early this morning at 9.30 a.m. with market cattle. And also we'll, of course, be selling cows, as I said, and uh, fat cattle and uh, bulls this morning. We'll get to those baby calves around 11.30. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, will be the market sale. That will be 11 o'clock start time. Just keep in mind our next, uh, next area and hay sale will be next week, uh, which will be February the uh, February the 4th. Uh, moving on to Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday sale does start at uh, 10 o'clock with market auction. Also selling on Wednesday will be, of course, fat cattle and baby calves. And then feeder cattle sale Wednesday is a 12 noon time start. And Thursday auction does start at 11 o'clock. So we're looking, uh, we're going to be interesting to see how the markets are doing this week. We saw a nice advance last week on uh, both the cow market and the fat cattle market. Uh, top cow last week here in Stratford was 72 and a half, and we did see an extreme top in strictly prime Holsteins at $1. So, again, let's hope that all continues this week. Uh, calf market basically about the same. Most of the bull calves from 40 to 100, and a few of these fancier bull calves up to 115 and 120. So, again, we'll see how the market shapes up this week here. That is the sales schedule here uh, for Equity Stratford. Uh, and as I said, uh, do keep in mind our next hay auction and dairy sale will be next Tuesday, February the 4th. Again, all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. 715-687-4101 is our phone number. And, uh, Scott, uh, you'll be in the chair tomorrow again, and we will be here also to give the folks on the update from today's activity here in Equity Stratford. Actually, I'll be in one of the chairs tomorrow because we're expecting a special guest, a tall, gray-haired guy with a smooth voice, maybe to come back in here if he, you know, cares to. I mean, it's it's hard to come from where he came from, all tanned, I'm sure, and relaxed. Bob might be. Well, you have the. Uh, I'm sure you'll have the uh, protocol list in front. So he, well, of course, after uh, see here, Bob will be at this job 43 years, I think, next I think week or sometime in February. Yep. So I don't think he really needs yep. a pressure course. 
<laughs> That's right. Uh, old feed pusher Bob, we'll have him back. <laughs> All right, well, we'll look forward to talking to you gentlemen tomorrow, and you enjoy right. the day. And uh, again, Scott, drive careful. Uh, I know there's uh, some places where it melts a little bit, and there's some yep. ice freezes over at night. So, folks, just be careful. Yep, take her down out there. Thank you, Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Are you ready to meet that special someone? Come to Cabin Coffee in Altoona's River Prairie on Friday, February 14th for the first annual Coffee and Conversation, a Valentine's Day speed dating event. Speed dating is a fast and fun way to meet other people. It's an ideal format for busy people. Picture eight or more dates, less than five minutes each, in approximately one hour with the option to stay and mingle after. Dates will be broken up by age groups. Those seeking others who are 55 plus will meet at 3.30 p.m. Those seeking to meet someone in the 35 to 55 age group will meet at 5 o'clock and the 25 to 35 age group will meet at 6.30. Attendees need to register in advance and there is a small registration fee which includes your choice of beverage at the event. Visit Cabin Coffee Altoona's Facebook page for questions and to register for Coffee and Conversation Cabin Coffee Speed Dating Event on February 14th. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 15 minutes before 6 here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report as we continue down the alley with the morning chores. We have Michelle on from Tureen Livestock over at Thorpe. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Scott. Hey, did you hear just yeah. before who might be back tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I just wonder how tanned up and if he's burnt at all or, you know, all yeah, that. Well, we'll have to see. He should be totally relaxed and ready to come he, back to work. He should be pretty laid back and uh, got that Hawaiian layback effect going. He unfortunately sent some pictures thinking he should be uh, Mr. Maui for July or something like that. And, oh, my Lanta. Okay, that's no. good new, new. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to know that. Uh, yeah, he's not Mr. Maui. He's trying to Maui. get on the calendar, huh? Yeah, I'm not going right. to look at that calendar. That, that'll be banned. <laughs> it's not one of those that's going to be hanging up in the livestock barn, let me tell you. Or, or maybe one that you throw darts at, right? Yeah, or... Maybe a livestock barn is right where it should be hanging, come to think of it. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So tell us what's going on with the market as we prepare for the big return. All right. Thank you, Scott. Coming up the week of January 20th, at Tureen Livestock Market in the Slotic Market. For the week, we tapped at 71 and a half. 84% of the cows slipped from 48 and above. Market cows were 60 to 69. Low-yielding cows, 48 to 59. Standing wheat cows. 46 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 80 to 95. Selects were 76 and down. For B-type steers and heifers, choice, 90 to 108. Selects were 85 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 58 to 72 with these motors at 56 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from $30 to $105 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $20 per head and down. Holstein happy calves were $10 to $40 per head. 
BTS 75 to 225 per head. In the hog market, butter hogs were 22 to 39 and a half, sows 20 to 30, boars were 10 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with cows at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call to the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of the livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle, and we'll see you one way or the other tomorrow. Or, yeah, tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll check in tomorrow. That's Michelle Sounds over good. at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. Can you hear a smile? Let's test it out. I'm smiling now. I'm not smiling now. Smiling. Not smiling. You can hear it, right? It's amazing how a smile changes your voice and even how you feel. Okay, your turn. Big smile. Smiling releases dopamine and serotonin to make you happier and boost your immune system. And you can do it anywhere. So smile big, smile often, and take a small step toward gaining control of your health. Advent Health. Feel whole. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Heading toward the milk house at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report, 12 minutes before 6. Let's have a look at the morning markets. On the grains futures, corn for March is down 6 at 381. March oats down 1 at 302. March soybeans now 9 at 892. March soybean meal is at $296.70 a ton. That's down 2. In March, wheat down at 11 at 563. Country elevator prices, Golden Plump at Arcadia has uh, a corn at 363. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek all have corn at 346 and beans at 823. Osseo has corn at 350 and beans at 823. Elk Mound, Corn is at 356 and beans at 825. Sparta corn is 342, beans 843. Ellsworth corn is at 838 with beans at 823. The ethanol plant corn at Boyceville is at 369. Stanley is at 366 and New Richmond is at 361. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended Friday. Down two at 161. 40 pound blocks ended down three quarters at 199 and a half. And grade AA butter ended down three quarters at 186. The class three milk futures, January is up four at 1704. February up two at 18 even. March up eight at 1825. April up nine at 18 even. And those prices are mixed through 2020. Chippewa Valley Bean near Menominee is looking for new kidney bean growers. They're offering an increased price for 2020 along with great cash incentives for quality yield and irrigated acres as well as a freight support payment to help haul your crop. Contract with Chippewa Valley Bean and get the best pricing for your kidney beans. And if you'd like to grow with a family-run operation, call Charles today. 715-664-8342. That's 715-664-8342. Or visit them at cvbean.com. 
When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Nine minutes before six, heading into the milk house with the morning chores at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. A glance at some more of the farm news around the country. Nominations are being sought for the next Leopold Conservation Award winner. Sand County Foundation presents the award to private landowners in 20 states for extraordinary achievement in voluntary conservation. In Wisconsin, the $10,000 award is presented annually, sponsored by the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, and Wisconsin Land and Water Conservation Association. It's given in honor of renowned conservationist Leo Aldo Leopold, the award recognizes landowners who inspire others with their dedication to land, water, and wildlife habitat management on private working land. Nominations may be submitted on behalf of a landowner or landowners may nominate themselves. The application can be found at sandcountyfoundation.org. Environmental groups and some farm groups are at odds with each other after last week's announcement by the Environmental Protection Agency that overturned the Waters of the United States rule within the Navigable Waters Protection Rule, and that had has been finalized. U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said that rule is a win for farmers as it gives more flexibility for them to work. He said, quote, President Trump is restoring the rule of law and empowering Americans by removing undue burdens and strangling regulations from the backs of our productive farmers, ranchers, and rural landowners. The days are gone when federal government can claim a small farm pond and private land on private land as navigable waters. End quote. So, yep, the rules have changed again. That's the way this world turns politically, I guess. I'm Scott Schultz, and that's a last look at some of the things we have going on here in farm country. At Wax 104.5, we're in the milk house with the morning chores. It's a little slick out there. Again, 27 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse is at 26. Marshfield's at 26. Green Bay has 29. Rice Lake, 32. Wausau, 29. Madison's at 27, Milwaukee at 31, and again, my beautiful weather reporter on Iron Ridge says it's 23 degrees. Again, that little mist and what melted yesterday might leave us with some slick spots on the farmyard, in parking lots, and on sidewalks and stuff. We all know here in Wisconsin, though, don't we, to just take it a little easier and slow down a little bit and pay attention as we're out there doing our chores. Be safe doing whatever you're doing today, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. 
Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Wax 104.1 